During Dell TechFest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. What's up and welcome back to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Monday, November 20th, 2023. Of course, I am Tim Geddes and I'm joined by Latino Heat, Texas Treat, Rippin' Heads and... No, oh, no, no. Oh, it's so close, man. It's so close. Uh, it's, it's one of those where it's like... Rifle. It's Monday. Like, that's pretty much Snowbike Mike like running a half marathon yeah. with no training. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you got to practice I gotta, a bit I got to warm up a little bit. Stretch out the little hammies. Things aren't good. Them Things calves are going to be really sore tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I'm embarrassed, Andy. Okay. Really embarrassed. Okay. I fuck up and knowing the time I own it. Mm -hmm. Not this time, everybody. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for my performance, okay? Good, good morning. I'm here, though. Yeah. You are here. Andy Cortez. Excited to have you here. Somebody, a rare Tim and Andy games daily. Somebody on Twitch said, uh, kind of funny, more like kind of late. Go to hell. <laughs> it was 10, 10.01. It was 10 a.m. when we started. Yeah. <laughs> Go, to hell. Go to hell. How you doing, Andy? I'm doing great, Tim. Um, had a great weekend of gaming. Yeah. Had a great weekend of just... You sent me a text that got me pretty excited. <laughs> I did, I did, <laughs> and I really think like we could we could do it easily, and I would love Science for you to try it um, because I've been playing through more of my second playthrough of Armored Core. You do it? I thought you were giving up. I thought you said, "Oh, I beat it, and I'm done." Uh, but yeah, but the, yeah, I just sit there, Tim, and I look at my Steam library as if it's my refrigerator, and I'm like, mm -hmm. do, I, "Do I want my Coke Zero? Do I want my energy drink?" You know, I'm like, "Look, it's like a little library of snacks." Yeah. I'm, at, I'm at the CVS. Maybe some goldfish crackers, maybe this and that. And I just, every once in a while, we'll just boot it. Oh, Jesus. We'll just boot it up. <laughs> and it was, that wasn't even a burp. I don't know what happened there. I'll just boot it up. And we'll hop in. And we'll do a mission here. There, a sortie is what they call them, Ooh. And I was just like, God, Tim needs to experience this video game. Yeah, yeah. You do and so. then I looked up easy mode mods. And there are easy mode mods. <laughs> That's exciting. That allow you to... Um, Lower damage output, uh, you know, up the health. It gives you a bunch of different parameters you can kind of uh, mess with. Along with, you know, you can make all of your uh, your mech pieces allow you... Because the way the game works is the heavier mech pieces allow you to be more tanky, but that means that you won't be super fast. Yeah. The light pieces make you super fast and agile, but you can't ha uh, carry, like, really good guns. In this case, all that stuff is kind of thrown out the window. Just the fun. Just the fun. Yeah. So I, See, we can make the, this happen. Here's the problem, though. I like doing things the right way. And sure, what does that I mean? I feel that. It's some dumb shit in my head. Of course. Enjoy games however you want to enjoy games. Of course. But I don't know that I can enjoy games knowing, knowing that I'm cheating myself. It's more of like me taking you to a really cool anime action movie and saying like, hey, you're going to be required to hit some buttons and kind of exactly. move around. But, See, you're, but you're experiencing this story with cool characters that say stuff like, I'll always be at your side, buddy. Like, it's the it's coolest. All I need. It's, come on, man. Yeah. It's really sick. 
God, we can I, do it. I, I know. I, I appreciate that. I think we might we might need to, to get that set up because I want to I want to give that a shot because I did I started Armored Core and I went back to it once and I still couldn't beat that guy. And I'm like, it's I know I could. I know I just need to dedicate. Oh, I God, still don't know what guy dedicate. you're talking about. It was just the first like the, the like beginning trial boss guy. The helicopter dude yeah, comes oh, in. Oh, the helicopter. Okay, helicopter. helicopter yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I've had a, a less interactive weekend, more of a watching type weekend. Many shows a out, passive. Andy. A very, a very passive weekend, everyone. Um, we're in a, a good time for TV, Andy. I don't know if you know. There's just so many shows popping up. There it's are. It's wild, man. Yeah. Like Gen V going straight into Invincible Loki season two. Oh, what a time. And then now we have this kind of next uh, uh, group coming on. Invincible still still running. The Curse with uh, Nathan Fielder right. and Emma Stone's going. That's uh, weird as hell. Um, Monarch, the Godzilla show oh. started. And it's pretty damn cool. Like it's not the best thing I've ever seen, but like it, it's pretty much dealing with the uh, the aftermath of the Godzilla attack uh, in the first San Francisco one. Okay, and it's like on the ground floor. Millie of like, Bobby Brown? Uh, no, no, oh. before that one. Uh, Millie well, Bobby Aaron, Brown uh, with uh, Elizabeth Olsen. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Oh, and Aaron. Uh, you'll never see me coming. Exactly that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Quicksilver. That's right. They were a Sith brother. And it's sister, weird, right? They were fucking in the other movie. Uh-huh, That's right. Uh-huh, Wild. Uh-huh hot um but they uh it, it's dealing with the aftermath from more of like a ground level like a human perspective mm-hmm. of like godzilla attacks the, the world what's that look like from like a um a economy perspective of everybody like selling a bunch of bullshit of like prepare yourself for monster attacks oh, but it's okay. all bullshit it's kind of cool man fascinating stuff i've heard it so far i've heard it's better than it should be 100 percent. that that's probably the best review i could possibly give of it um but the thing that is as good as it should be Scott Pilgrim takes off. Oh, I'm on episode two. Dude. Yeah. It very cool. For for people like, I don't know that I want to see it again. Like, I know the story, whatever. It's the Final Fantasy VII remake of Scott Pilgrim. And it nails the the vibe and spirit of both the graphic novel and movie, taking some of the better parts from both and putting it together, but then also way more new shit than I expected. And like, I'm not even just talking about like, oh, they changed a joke before it was a Pac-Man joke and now it's a Sonic joke. They do that too, but there's a, a lot more that I don't want to spoil, but like I am um, four episodes in and I am incredibly impressed. I feel like episode one, I was kind of like, it's cool. It's cool. But then after that, I'm like, this is freaking really good. Chris Evans is so, so great. What a treasure Chris Evans well, yeah. is. Like his voice acting in this is really funny and he just really kind of plays into that character. Yeah. The whole cast from the movie, like all of them, which yeah. is like very, very And the impressive. animation and presentation and art style is freaking phenomenal and I'm, watching I'm that i'm gucci doing the music yeah the gooch watching that i'm just like i wish invincible had one extra level of art style like and i know they're going for the comics accurate kind yeah. of look right but this looks just so much more nice to the eyes you know yeah so much cool stuff we're doing an invincible screencast actually uh we're going to be recording that and i think posting that later today uh for episodes one through three Final episode of the first half of this season is uh, later this week, but we're not going to be getting to that. Anyway, enough about all that. This is kind of Funny Games Daily, where each and every weekday we get together to talk about all the video game news that you <laughs> need to know. Uh, these stories thing. include Last of Us 2, officially coming to PS5. Wonder Woman is single. 
player and more because this is kind of funny games daily uh, if you're watching live you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong if you don't want to watch live you could watch later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games or roosterteeth.com you could also listen as a podcast by searching your favorite podcast service for kind of funny games daily and we will be right there for you remember you can use epic creator code kind of funny on all epic store and epic in-game purchases like rocket league and fortnite to help support the channel uh and remember patreon.com slash kind of funny will get you the show ad free and a whole bunch of bonus content a little housekeeping for you andy there's no games daily this thursday or friday because we're off for thanksgiving we sure are what are you doing oh absolutely nothing yeah you're not but going home i'm planning a big uh saturday stream that the name is still tentative um <laughs> andy's big big backlog bonanza extravaganza i like that possible for, market. Po possible for saturday but then we also wanted to throw the word bash in there mm -hmm. but then bash kind of throws off the word with extravaganza i like having those back to back maybe mm. bash bonanza extravaganza who knows um where yeah i'm just gonna be going through let's play more resident evil let's play mm. more uh tim i may have gotten like the wii u version of super metroid prime remaster or metroid prime remastered doesn't work as great so i may just play the og version the real version um <laughs> like you know like the uh, 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 yeah that okay. version uh but i'm just gonna I, I had bought it when it came out anyway so i'll probably just play it on switch anyway yeah. um along with oh gosh what else tim there's so many other video games in the backlog that sea of stars sea of stars ah but you gotta <laughs> i was wishing that barrett was in my chat when i was talking to, to my chat about sea of stars because i was like yeah but like here's the thing when you're playing that game like you I'm at the risk of like falling asleep on stream in the middle between the moves because all the characters mm. have to move and like what if I just crash out? You know, you never know. So yeah. like there's a whole thing I with the so with turn base like that, yeah. <sighs> Jedi? Jedi, yeah. Mm -hmm. Jedi, um, possibly more more Baldur's Gate. I played a lot of Remnant 2 also over the weekend. And that game still just delivers. It's so damn good and will go largely overlooked in everything, but play it. Good. play it everybody so that's saturday but tonight mike and nick continue their action movie watch alongs with the mother of all 90s action movies the rock They've oh been, yeah i've been hearing them talk about the rock for <laughs> decades at this point Tim. like the how many times have you heard nick say well we eventually need to get to the rock like yeah. every time he says that and it's finally happening i can't believe it dude i I haven't seen that movie in 20 years, but when I was little, I don't think that there was anything cooler than I, when I'd walk in and adults were watching The Rock. It was just like, holy shit. This or is the, Con Air. Yeah, it, it's, yeah, that is such a Air Force One for me. There, it is embedded in my get mind. Off my plane. Harrison Ford grabbing, <laughs> get off my plane. <laughs> that made me who I am. <laughs> uh, but 7.30 tonight, uh, James and Elise will be joining uh, Mike and Nick to watch The Rock on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. Uh, also, you can get, still get Nerf Alice's iconic shirtless Spider-Man as the premium collector's item this month over on patreon.com slash kindoffunny. And shout out to our Patreon producers, Jackson Hampton and Delaney Twining for supporting us. We appreciate you so very, very much. Today we're brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, but we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. It's time for some news. We have five stories today. A baker's dozen. Story number one. Sony announces The Last of Us Part Two remastered for PlayStation 5. 
This comes from Jay Peters at The Verge. Naughty Dog officially announced The Last of Us Part Two remastered on PS5 on Friday evening following a bunch of leaks about the game earlier in the day. The game will be released on January 19th, 2024, just like the leak said. The biggest new addition seems to be a roguelike survival mode called No Return that's designed to let players prove their mettle in randomized encounters and experience The Last of Us Part Two's combat in a fresh experience. Naughty Dog's Jonathan Dornbush said in an announcement blog post. Hell yeah, Bush. Kind of forgot he was over there. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be able to play as some new characters and work through various stealth and combat encounters that will pit you against a range of enemies with unique twists that can add new, unexpected factors to any given encounter. As for technical improvements, Dornbush says the game offers native 4K output in fidelity mode, 1440p upscaled to 4K when in performance mode, and if you're using a TV that supports variable refresh rate, there's an option to unlock frame rate. You can also expect improved loading times and dual sense features like haptic feedback and adaptive triggers. Uh, in addition to the new roguelike mode, there's a new guitar free play mode. Free play mode, which I can't wait for you to play with Andy. I had like a good time. Good. I mean, even in the non free play mode, I had a good time with it. Uh, with unlockable instruments, the ability to experience some incomplete levels that were cut from the original game, developer commentary for those cut levels, and the main campaign's cutscenes, and a speed run mode for James Burke. Uh, if you already <laughs> owned The Last of Us Part 2 on PS4, you can upgrade to the. Di- Upgrade to the digital version of Remastered for $10. You can also bring over your saves from the original to Remastered. So this was a whirlwind, Andy. Last Friday, we, we talked about the leaks. And then by the end of the day, we were, as a group, in the, the office watching the trailer for this thing. What are your key takeaways from it? My key takeaway is that it is such a bummer that there's no mention of multiplayer with this roguelite mode. I thought if if you made this a two-player thing, similar to the Returnal multiplayer experience, that was the key takeaway that I had. Otherwise, um, some unexpected kind of little neat additions, these lost levels seem kind of neat for developers to be able to show things that, ne- you know, were left on the cutting room floor, things that never kind of made the light of day. But I think that's kind of cool for devs to still show off that aspect of game development. And here's maybe why this level didn't work. Here's why at this point... We had such good momentum in the story or the plot that we didn't want this to kind of slow you down. All that stuff is super interesting. I like the commentary. Um, but yeah, otherwise, I'm just looking forward to see really good comparisons done by like Digital Foundry because I know there's been a lot of stuff kind of pissing people off on Twitter, which is shocking. But comparisons of visuals and what this looks like in PS5 versus PS4. It's a compressed di- fucking Twitter image. Chill out. Let's see what the kings at uh, Digital Foundry have to say as far as what the exact visual differences are in, yeah, by the way, there's one complainer on fucking Twitter, Jesus, Um, what the actual uh, differences are in terms of like new shadows being added here, further LOD pop in, whatever the hell, all those little additions that get added on PS5, so the key takeaway, yeah, roguelite mode. Yeah, I mean, dude, there's a lot here, we we talked about it on, on Friday of like what we believe this is happening, but what's it going to be? Is it going to be a director's cut? Is it going to be remastered? Is it going to be like just Last of Us Part Two, like more of like a port? Like, how are they going to justify charging seventy dollars? They found a way. They always they found a way. way. Um, but I, I didn't necessarily expect this, where it was going to be remastered with bonus content. I guess it is kind of a step in between, like something like Ghost Legends or something like that. But um, I like this. I think the ten dollar upgrade path makes this a like it kind of negates the like are you fucking seriously charging 70 dollars for what i think uh 
there's no way you can shake it as not being nearly as big of a upgrade as we saw from last of us remastered to last of us part one that came out last year where it's like cool that justifies the price to a lot of people because it is a completely different looking game whereas like I booted up Last of Us Part 2 last night on PS4 on my PS5, just looking at it, I'm like, I just can't really imagine it looking much better. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, like, I don't have hope that it's going to be like, oh, my God, it looks like a completely different game. Right. But that's not what they're promising. They're just promising these, like, little updates, and to me, something that gets me really excited is the DualSense uh, support and even having the a, a better performance mode, a better fidelity, fidelity mode than we previously had. That alone... Uh, is the excuse I need to replay this game. Them allowing you to keep your save files awesome. I never platinumed that one, and it's a fairly easy platinum from what I hear. So I'm like, maybe that this is a good excuse to actually like play through it again and actually get that platinum. Um, but I think the cut levels is the coolest thing ever, and we haven't really seen that done before. And I love it, especially for these these type of games that there aren't that many of, but the God of Wars or Last of Us, like the Naughty Dog, Sunny Santa Monica, Sunny Monica games, like. Being able to go play unfinished things specifically with the developer commentary, I'm so interested in seeing the implementation of that because right. in my mind, it's pretty freaking sweet. It's such a deeper look into development that I don't expect from a, from this AAA sort of level. Um, when we talk about levels getting leaked or unfinished stuff, that's always people data mining the game on PS4 or PS5 or the PC version and people finding stuff that, oh, here are all the and I only know that just because of the stuff that I watch, uh, like from software content, here's the levels that didn't make it. Here's this enemy that was supposed to be a boss, but it was just kind of turned into this and that. This is a, a really cool look into, um, this large of a project from this large of a studio. And I just, I kind of didn't expect that. I think that's really neat. And I think it's great for people that are in, into game development and want to possibly get into game development or, or are on that path. This is like awesome as hell to kind of see what the experts have to say about it. Yeah, I'm just interested in the the gameplay of it. Like like how much of it is going to be uh, you actually interacting with the behind the scenes content? Because like the way they present it, I can't really wrap my head around what it's going to play like. Uh, but I think it's cool. And I think calling it Lost Levels, like there's something about that, that like applying levels to a game like Last of Us, like I think gamifies it in a way right. that like I just find kind of neat. Um, but are you planning on giving this a shot with like, Give me your realistic January 19th comes along. You loading it up for an hour. You trying to replay the whole thing or you just playing the new modes? A couple hours. I, I will not be playing through it again, uh, but I definitely want to check out this roguelite mode and I want to see what these lost levels are all about. But no, I will not be doing another playthrough of this. I don't, I mean, man, you got to assume that they were just, I would love to hear the conversations in those offices of, how long can we delay this for season two of The Last of Us? Yeah. Like, how long can we delay this for HBO's? Because the strike threw a wrench in a lot of things, you know? But, um, man, I would love to kind of hear those conversations. I was talking uh, on Game Daily a couple of days ago about this, but I actually think that this is, like, kind of perfect timing because it is going to allow so many people that watched uh, Last of Us for the first time and then played part one that are now like, well, before part two comes out, I'm now a gamer, baby. So like, let me let me play this so that by the time the season two rolls around, I get to be one of those book kids. You know what I mean? Right. Um. So I I feel like they're that this is going to sell very well. You know yeah. what I mean? That's a that's a hot take wow. from Tim. Okay. Um. But I'm excited for it. I I'm I don't know if I'm actually play through the entire thing like right away, but I do think that I will have another complete playthrough on this at the end of the day. Um. Because again, the platinum thing for me, I'm like, well. 
there's another uh, carrot on the the end end of the stick. Is that right. what it is? Yeah. Um, for me. So the roguelike stuff. I'm excited to watch you guys play it, <laughs> but that's not what I'm here for. Yeah, exactly. Uh, story number two. Wonder Brothers denies that Wonder Woman will be a service game after a job listing. This comes from Ryan Dinsdale at IGN. A monolith production's job listing suggests the upcoming Wonder Woman game will have live service elements, but Warner Brothers is saying that its focus will be squarely on single player. Warner Brothers responded with a statement to IGN denying that it will be a service game. Wonder Woman is a single player action adventure game set in a dynamic open world. This third person experience will allow players to become Diana of Themyscira and introduce a original story set in the DC universe while also featuring the Nemesis system. Wonder Woman's not being designed as a live service, a Warner Brothers spokesperson said. Themyscira. Cool pretty word. Cool. <laughs> I mean, I see Nemesis system as well. I get pretty jazzed up about that. I just, I just imagine this, this job listing being like, right, but like, if it could be a live service game, what could y'all do? And like, well, no, 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 I mean, that's not my specialty. Right, right, right. But like, if you were to to make this a live service game, uh, I mean, thank God. I mean, that's the best news that this could have happened. Um, hopefully the, we know more live service games will be on the horizon. 74 days away. Of... Suicide Squad. Oh. I'm Mark your calendars, everybody. That game's going to be... I, you are excited for it. I'm excited that you're excited for it as well. The Andy. latest clip of all the little four freaks just jumping off the cliff and doing... Yeah, everybody's flying and shit. Everybody's got jetpacks. Looks awesome, dude. Fuck it. Why not? <laughs> all of them, You man. get a jetpack. You get all a jetpack. King yeah. Shark, you get two the jetpacks. One, the, the circle's closing in. We got to get to the next... <laughs> let's let's, let's uh, circle... Some more purple shit. <laughs> let's circle around here, and who knows? Maybe we'll see fucking Rick and Morty or whatever. I don't know. It just looks like a fun game. It's like a blast. <laughs> Andy, I think you're high watching someone play Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a blast, dude. That's really funny. Um, but yeah, Wonder Woman, it, it's a little too early to really understand what, what the game even could be, but they're saying all the right things here. Like, I'm not going to get mad that they're coming out and being like, no, 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 it's not that thing you don't want it to be. It's like, all right, cool. And Nemesis system, all that's like, yeah, that's kind of what we would kind of hope for from a Wonder Woman game at this point. When do you think we'll see the first kind of blowout reveal? I mean, I feel like it has to be getting kind of soon because they announced this game a, a long time ago and like summer game fest E3 type shit. Yeah. But like a while ago, right? No, but I'm saying like, is that oh, when you're like, yeah, year? I mean, game awards and WB have been pretty tight in the past, but that seems a little early, but at the same time, does it like, why? Like this is years ago that they announced this thing. So I'm surprised we haven't gotten any leaks like we do with a lot of other games where a voice actor ends up saying something or a voice actor updates their LinkedIn and you look at it, you're like, oh, shit, that's who's playing yeah. Wonder Woman or whatever. I'm surprised we haven't had anything of that level. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of games out there that I like Wonder Woman and Iron Man are two games that I'm like, huh, those are really happening, aren't they? Like they already announced those. Like, I feel like if we were to do a predictions episode of like, like, what's going to happen? I can totally see you being like, they're going to announce an Iron Man game. I'll be like, Andy, they already did. <laughs> yeah, you're totally right. Well, I, I look, it's also easy to feel like games like that can be canceled, especially w with um, Knights of the Old Republic just kind of disappearing, right? Like, we've we've seen big games of that level get uh, a logo treatment or just like a press release or whatever, but I've grown less and less... Uh, I feel less and less safe about games like that nowadays, you know? 
and I, I feel like I just asked this question a couple weeks ago, but was the Black Panther EA game ever actually announced? I think that was just a Jeff Grubb thing. I yeah. think that was just Grubb talking about it. Okay, a little Grubb and talk. That's different from the Black Panther Captain, Captain America. America one, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Aggie Justin says an Iron Man game's been announced. I totally forgot that. Yeah, EA's making a, a Iron Man game. Mm -hmm. So, hmm. You're just going to be playing Anthem with a fucking Iron Man skin. I mean, just give the people what they want, right? It felt good. It felt good. Take me back. Take me back to the time I demoed what Anthem. Do you, do you think that there's a chance that we see Wonder Woman at Game Awards? No, I think it will be summer. I think that'll be summer. Yeah. I think there's a chance. I, I think that there's a semi-high chance. I, I'd say like a 25% chance that, that we get something from Wonder Woman at this year's Game Awards. I don't know why, but... I, I'm feeling good about this year's Game Awards. Just the way that Jeff has or hasn't been talking about things, like, there's patterns to this man. <laughs> and I feel like he's learned a lot, and I, he's acting confident right now. Quietly confident, you know? Every time he ends a, a sentence, he kind of winks at you. Like, damn, he knows something. He knows something. What does he know? I just, Tim, for me, it's become like a hurricane watch season. Mm-hmm. Like, let's check out Hurricane Maria or something. But for me, it's been Hurricane Blue Point. Where they at? Where it, it sort of dissolved near the near the tropical islands. <laughs> like, yeah. Mm -hmm. It dissolved over there uh, near Puerto Rico. And now it's kind of come back up. Where is Blue Point? What are they doing? There were so many of those questions. Like, there I are... never want leaks in the industry. I'll kind of... Like, What's Blue up? Point. Just some, throw something Give me, out there. Give me a hit. Yeah, something. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that Game Awards is where Blue Point will will be. Because, um, like, where they would we'll have been that. is the PlayStation Showcase. But they weren't. Like, I think that there's never been a time in gaming history that there are more big questions of what are they doing for this many big-ass teams that their last project were incredible. So it's like you look at the blue points, you look at half the Nintendo teams, you look at half the PlayStation Studios teams. Like at this point, all the Xbox Game Studios, for the most part, like their their cards are on the table, right? Like we know what's coming, but we don't officially know what's coming from so many talented teams out there. And like we're gonna get those answers eventually. And it just feels weird we don't have them right now. But I do think that we are understandably about to hit that kind of like reset point of the insanity that was this year of so many games getting pushed into this year. What does next year and then 2025 start to look like, especially with a Switch 2 looming uh, and whatever the, the next set of PS5 games uh, coming out looks like, or if it really is just going to be a whole bunch of games as a service type things for a while uh, with, you know, a Wolverine thrown in there, um, which is very, very, very exciting. Um, but yeah, I don't know. This Game Awards. Very close. They're so close. Dude, I mean, we're like three weeks away. <laughs> That's got to be so nerve-wracking for everybody involved. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I just want secrets. I want industry secrets, Tim. You do? I want Keely to uh, make a freaking, like, little documentary, like, going through year to year and be like, oh, yeah, that year we didn't get this trailer in until, like, the day of because it was not going to be there, then it was, and then it wasn't. Like, I, I want to know about... Uh, Joachim Mogren. Yeah, <laughs> I want to know about freaking Kojima just being in disguise there and stuff. You know, <laughs> in disguise. Yeah. <laughs>
I want to know more about that too. Uh, before we get to story number three, though, let me tell you a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. There's so much to be thankful for. Family, friends, food, and NFL football all week long. DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping your Thanksgiving week full of action. New customers can bet just five bucks on the NFL action to score 150 instantly in bonus bets. Looking ahead to Thanksgiving, you know the Lions are always playing next week. And they have Green Bay coming to town and the Lions are currently seven and a half point favorites. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code kinda funny. New customers can bet five on the NFL Thanksgiving action to score 150 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code kinda funny. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY, which is 467-369. In West Virginia, you can visit www.1800gambler.net. Please play responsibly. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. You can call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, KS must be 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. You can see DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Story number three, fans find more evidence of GTA 5 cut story DLC and the canceled bully 2. This comes from Wesley Hinpool at IGN. As the world waits for Grand Theft Auto 6's debut trailer, further evidence has emerged of scrap plans for GTA 5 story DLC as well as bully 2. As spotted by VGC, the latest news comes from the alleged look alleged leak of a database file for gta 5 which is being dug into by the community according to the twitter user at uh billy uh silly gta who credits gta data miners this file includes references to the unreleased bully too uh they add there's a reference to gta 5 playable character trevor with the jetpack which suggests story mode dlc was repurposed into gta online in 2018 rockstar finally unveiled gta online's doomsday heist missions alongside the thruster a jetpack that's still exclusive to the multiplayer mode to this day gta 5 never did receive significant story dlc despite the constant call from fans rockstar instead focused on money spinner gta online which a decade on from gta's initial release is still going strong meanwhile twitter user glow devs reveals references to cnc which is thought to relate to the cops and crooks mode that was reportedly intended for gta online but was canned after the murder of george floyd by a police officer in 2020. all this relates to past content of course and with rockstar's focus now firmly on gta 6 it's doubtful it'll ever see the light of day I hope it never does. Let let the past stay in the past, and let's get that new thing. Let's get it going. Because we were, baby. I mean, in that in the little uh, commercial break right there, just 
I had forgotten. I know. We were, like, I was wondering, is, was that in a different timeline that Andy experienced that? Yeah. Was that in a different multiverse where Andy is hotly anticipating the next GTA 6 trailer, the first GTA 6 trailer, the big reveal? Mm-hmm. When is that? When first is week it? of December? It's what they're saying. My Early goodness. December. Like, we are weeks away from seeing GTA 6, getting information on it. It doesn't feel real. It really doesn't <laughs> feel real. Like, it's unhypable to reach the points of hype that this is. Like, I, I, we've talked about it for years. How many times have we used GTA 6 as a thumbnail, Andy? Yeah. Yeah, very, very, very long time. Uh, that kind of reminds me of last Friday when Roger was like, hey, do you got time for the thumbnails? Like, yeah, he's like, thanks, man. I just, I, I can... I just got nothing else left in the tank when it comes to Last of Us thumbnails. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. And he's having to make one right now, probably. Oh, so. yeah. Really, really quick, we're, we're talking about early December for GTA 6, right? For the, the this trailer, uh, there's been debate if they're at the Game Awards or not. I don't think that they need them. I think the Game Awards needs GTA 6, but GTA 6 doesn't need the Game Awards. How do you think there's a chance that they drop the trailer, not at the Game Awards, but during the Game Awards? I mean... They'd be really stupid to do that. I don't think so. I, I think that kind of is a, like, that creates beef where yeah. there doesn't need to be. I think that's like, like a... Th- that, that, seemed, that would I be think maybe misguided. If, yeah, I think if maybe, you know, we'd heard a lot of, like, shit talking between Keeley and the heads of Rockstar or something like that, I don't... I think that's like a shot across the bow that shows that like, hey, fuck your stupid little show. It's like, and, well, why? why? And also you... like, that wouldn't even really be a shot. I, it would be a shot at Keeley, but be a shot at all the other devs more than anything. Yeah. Like it's, it's not like Keeley would be getting overshadowed, but at the end of the day, it's not about Keeley. It's about all the games and the yeah. announcements and, and awards and stuff. So yeah, I, I don't think that they'll do that. Like I imagine, like my bet is it will be its own event, just like doing its own thing at a, at a random time. Um, but like, I would love to see it at the Game Awards. Like, I really like think that that would be the coolest thing, and I feel like that would be a real vote of confidence in the Game Awards and uh, uh, like a, a showing of respect of like, yeah, let's all show up together. There's the downside then of it would still overshadow everything, but then it makes that event feel that much bigger and celebrating games. Like, there's pros and cons no matter when this drops. It's GTA Six. Like, it's it is going to dominate the news cycle forever from this point on. This is just the beginning. <laughs> I feel like it's going to be very much their own day. They are going to take a day and completely own that news like they did with Red Dead 2, um, where maybe it's a uh, a trailer with a couple of screen official screenshots that are, you know, given out there and they're super high res or whatever. Um, yeah, I think it's just going to be like, that's going to be GTA's day. Rockstar is taking over this day from here on forth. We will celebrate this as the announcement of GTA 6. Um. Oh, damn, I think it was Brett, but it just went by in the chat, said, uh, what are the chances of them at the Game Awards announcing the date for the trailer? I also think think Slim, that could happen, but, like, like and also, I would be cool with that. Like, I just even just getting the pop, even seeing a little bit of it or something, it's like, I just personally would love to see Rockstar associated with the Game Awards and, like, going against the grain of what we've always said about Rockstar, of, like, ah, oh, they're just doing their own thing and they don't give a fuck, like, I would like them to play nice. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Um, but either way, like I think we're about to get a, a ton of really, really cool stuff. And the craziest thing about getting a trailer for GTA 6 means we're eventually going to get a release date for GTA 6, which eventually means we're going to get GTA 6. <laughs> like, this is, it's all beginning, Andy. And it will never end. I see this trailer dropping before the Game Awards. Yeah. I, 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 I could definitely see it happening earlier on only because 
I don't know, maybe they they worry about the holidays if they wait too late or something like that. And there's a lot of hustle and bustle and ways to get distracted. I think we might see this like a couple of days before December 8th. I think that is the safest bet. I agree. I feel like going after is a little weird. They have been saying early December and, you know, Game Awards being a third through December is still early, but it is, I feel like, on the later side of that. Yeah. Um, but are you, do you, do you think, what's the likelihood it, it comes out before versus being at? I kind of want to say 100%. I think yeah. they own that full day. Yeah. Like it's a, it's going to be on a weekday. It's going to be on a, fucking Wednesday or a Thursday and you're going to wake up to GTA and you, or if you're on the West coast, you're going to wake up to GTA yeah. 60. <laughs> and if you're on the East coast, you would have had it uh, kind of around lunchtime or whatever, maybe a little morning breakfast. I see this on Thursday, December the 5th is that that's even the right date. No, Did I get that day, right? That's a Tuesday. One of them. Well, One of them. That, Thursday I, is the seventh, the day of the game, which awards. is I game find that hard to believe <laughs> <laughs> where the game awards is on a Friday. No, it's a, it's a Thursday, like December usual. 8th. Yeah, no, it's the seventh. Why is Google telling me shit wrong? I just asked what day is the Game Awards? Is it December 8th? <laughs> Maybe that was last year. No, it says 2023. Moneycontrol.com. Get your shit right, website. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, I, I feel like Tuesday the 5th. Hmm. I could see that. Yeah. That what do you think right. we get from this trailer? Do we get a release date? I think we get it all. I don't think they. Whoa. I don't think they hold. Whoa. What do we get, Andy? I don't think they hold anything back. I don't think this is a find out more the game awards. I don't think this is one of those moments. I think mm -hmm. we get. It's gonna have a sick ass fucking song. Oh <laughs> yeah, the trailer is gonna have some awesome ass song that and we it's are gonna, gonna be get like, copyright striked immediately. It's gonna be two and a half hours long. We're going to get a glimpse <laughs> into the. Uh, into the protagonist him no for real, we're gonna get like a little glimpse as to what the who the protagonist is maybe it's just like the creative player but i feel like it's going to be pretty concrete as to who the protagonist is and what their deal is and suddenly there's a crime boss and suddenly there's high stakes in this and that and there's like a will we see a helicopter flying by like a casino maybe i don't know that's what i'm assuming yeah. Just throwing things out. Just there. looking at old GTA yeah. trailers. <laughs> like, these are things I kind of remember. I'm gonna get away. I feel like the first trailer is usually like there's cool music playing. It's more like the, the gives a vibe of the, the the era, right? Which we imagine is going to be present time at this point, right? Yeah. And then like a lot of shots of like like the world. I mean, we're gonna see Vice City. Like that's crazy. <laughs> we're getting to Vice City. Do you think that they are going to have because I, I, I'm just wondering, what are their parodies going to be? Because it's been a very long time mm -hmm. since Rockstar has had to parody something that, you know, kind of reflecting modern times, right? We always, at that time, get what they're, we understand what it is they're going for. I'm just thinking of, like, are they going to have podcast parodies? Are they going to have their version of TikTok? Are they like, what exactly is going to show that like, oh, this is a 2023 game. You it's going to be an uphill battle, my friend. Like, I am, I am pretty concerned and I shouldn't be because it's Rockstar and they have not, they've not missed yet when it comes to that stuff. But I think it's a different time. And I think that, I think no matter, they need to be clever. They need to be like above and beyond it all. And yeah. I feel like the more they do that, the more they're going to alienate a huge swath of their fan base. And I don't even know what that looks like at the end. You know, 
This is a GTA taking place in Florida <laughs> in 2024. Oh, man. Like, we'll see. Is there going to be a mission regarding the Florida man? I mean... There's got to be. Yeah. You're just going to hit, like, there's a mission called Florida Man, where a Florida man is on the loose doing some shit. Doing some shit. You got to take his ass down. Oh, man. Well, we won't have to wait long to this see. This is so exciting. It really is. Story number four. Returnal's director is leaving Housemark. Andy Robinson at VGC. Uh, Harry Kruger, the director of Housemark's acclaimed PS5 exclusive Returnal, has announced he's leaving the Helsinki-based developer after 14 years. Announcing the news on the studio's website, Kruger said the decision to leave was very difficult and that he was confident that the developer's brightest chapter has yet to be written. During my 14 years at Housemark, bless you, I've been incredibly fortunate to work on one dream project after another and had the privilege of working alongside some truly talented and wonderful people along the way been an honor to accompany Housemark on this journey, witnessing our growth from our smaller arcade-inspired titles to the magnificent heights we reached with Returnal. We really shook the pillars of heaven together. Shit, that's a hard line. <laughs> we really shook the pillars of heaven together, and I will forever be proud of all the amazing things we've accomplished as a studio. Departing from Housemark was a very difficult decision for me, but I'm leaving the company with nothing but deep gratitude for the past and a glowing optimism for the future. With an exciting new project in the works, a fantastic team that's stronger than ever, and the continuous support of Sony and PlayStation Studios, I know that Housemark's brightest chapter has yet to be written. Well, congratulations, Harry. You Congrats for 14 years. I yeah. wonder if there's an employee who read that, shook the headline, the pillars of heaven, and it was like, all right, chill out. Like, uh, I made next machina. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's I, dope as hell. I worked though. on Matterfall. Yeah, that's a, I mean, 14 years of, that's a damn good run. And I hope that, you know, whatever the vision was, I hope that we keep on seeing Housemark kind of pushing the envelope as to what they want to be as a studio and finding their identity. Uh, understanding that, you know, they left a, a genre that maybe necessarily wasn't going to be popping off in the future and left it for, you know, bigger pastures, but still including that core DNA into what they're making. Gameplay. God, you know? I can't wait to see what the hell they're working on. And, and that, so a lot, a lot here. I mean, first off, congrats to him for leaving. That's awesome. Second off, like, yeah, they've done so much and to see their growth is so impressive. And it's, it's cool that the industry has matured enough that we can get stories like this, that it's been... 15 years almost of seeing this team go from being very small to being one of PlayStation studios studios, putting out games like Returnal and like, even just to see the growth, we always talk about like horizon, right. Of being like the, like, wow, that team made horizon. Like yeah. that's, that's so incredible. I love that. There's other stories like this. Of like that team made Returnal. Like it still has all of the DNA and what makes house market game special, but it looks and plays like what we expect a modern PlayStation game to play like. Like, that's very, very cool. And then the third thing is them straight up saying here um, that we're, we're working on a new project, which, like, no shit. That's what happens in video game development. But it's exciting to hear it. I don't know if that officially has been said before. Right. What do you think it's going to be? I think it's going to be Returnal 2. Yeah. I don't see Returnal. Returnal. Eternal. I don't know why you wouldn't re return to yeah, that uh -huh. franchise. Um, especially uh, having a game that small kind of make you become one of the, and when I say that small, I mean like, you know, in relation to the other large Sony IPs, 
that making you one of the core pillars uh, that was shaken from heaven. heaven. Yeah. <laughs> that be, that making you one of the core pillars of PlayStation, where when your logo pops up, fans get excited. Yep. Like a lot more now. You know, in, in I don't want to say that fans don't get excited for smaller titles or whatever, but like this makes you, this takes you to another, different. a different echelon, yeah. right? Um, I'm hoping it is a sequel to Returnal. I want to continue to see them push the envelope and um, see what their future titles could be and what imagination they're bringing into it. They absolutely blew me away with how Returnal looked and played and felt, and it felt like such a tight product, and I kind of see them doing the same. Yeah. Last night, uh, I booted up Last of Us 2, and just the Naughty Dog logo hitting. I got chills. Yeah. And it's like, damn, that's crazy that, like, like they've, they've earned that, right? And it's like... Because uh, of Crash. Yeah. Uh, oh, definitely because of Crash. Mm -hmm. um, but, I mean, even just seeing, like, the, the Sony Interactive Entertainment, like, you hear the, the water in the background of the, the... It's like, man, like, they've kind of nailed this, and I think that they've now nailed it so many times that all these other teams are proving themselves to then get that. So that when we when there is a PlayStation showcase and we see Insomniac come up, it's a pop-off moment. And like, I feel like Housemark are, are right there if they're not there already, yeah. you know? Do you think they're doing something similar? Do you think it's just going to be a sequel? Well, the Chad's saying that it sounds like they, they said it's going to be a new IP and it's not going to be. Yeah, so Rayman1090 uh, says, just found an article saying they are working on a new IP. So that could be interesting. Um, but, because I'm with you in the same way, like I look at Housemark and I look at... Um, um, oh my God, super giant. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like their thing is doing different stuff every single time that there's a DNA there, but it's different. They're not going to do a Hades too. They're doing a Hades too. You know what I mean? But I guess if they're saying they're not doing Returnal too, I believe them, but I'm with you that like, that seems like the, oh, Returnal was there was house marks Hades. Right. right. I mean, whatever it's called, I hope it looks and plays exactly like Returnal. Like I, I want that experience now. I want more of that. They nailed it so good the first time around that you're left wanting more. And I would, I'd be kind of disappointed for them to try out a uh, some a completely different game that looks and doesn't play like Returnal. I'd still want it to be this sort of third person bullet hell. But um, yeah, maybe maybe just throw another skin on it and call it something else, right? As long as it kind of plays like that, that's the that's the experience I'm looking for from Housemark. Moving on to story number five, Borderlands 4 and Tiny Tina's Wonderlands 2 have been mentioned on a LinkedIn profile. This comes from Jordan Midler at IGN. Uh, Borderlands 4 and Tiny Tina's Wonderland 2 have been mentioned on a LinkedIn profile of a former Gearbox employee. Mention of the games appeared on the LinkedIn profile of the former studio technical director of Lost Boys Interactive, Randall Rice. Uh, I love alliteration in a name. Yeah. It's just so powerful. Uh, Lost Boys Interactive worked with Gearbox as a support studio on the first Tiny Tina game and other Take-Two properties such as WWE 2K23. Uh, Borderlands 3 was released in September 2019 uh, with the spinoff Tiny Tina's Wonderlands releasing in 2022. Oh, wow, I guess that's right. Uh, in 2022, Gearbox CEO Randy Pitchford said new Tiny Tina's Wonderland's experiences were in development after the game shattered the company's targets. Well, that's interesting. Why did you just kind of have a... Just these dates are starting. I'm just realizing how old we are yeah. and this, you know, this mortal coil yeah. that they call it, Andy. Tw September 2019 for Borderlands 3. I'm like, yeah, that sounds about right. And I started thinking about it. I'm like... All right, yeah, yeah, coming up on half a decade. Cool, cool, yeah. cool. And then 2022 for Tiny Tina. I'm like, that sounds so long ago. And I'm like, well, technically it was just a year ago, but it feels like a lot longer. Yeah, um, I was just also, I wanted to just kind of look up 
Tales of Tarantino Wonderlands. And yeah, kind of, I was not expecting to find out that they were, the sales had exceeded the publisher's expectations. Because yeah. I didn't, I don't know if I expected a Tiny Tina's 2. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we, I expect a Borderlands 4 to happen. I didn't expect that little kind of offshoot that still had that, you know, DNA of what a Borderlands game is, except it's all kind of magical. And I had a good time with Tiny Tina's uh, Wonderlands. I just didn't know if it kind of hit in that way. Because yeah. I know that a lot Surprising. of people were... Uh, a lot of people were disappointed with the humor of it. And I, I largely felt like Borderlands 3 was more eye roll than chuckle. But in Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, I legitimately laughed a lot more than I thought I would. And I was very surprised by the, the writing team's efforts there. Um, but yeah, I mean, this isn't... It's only surprising for Tiny Tina's Wonderlands 2 for me. Borderlands 4 is kind of a given at this point, right? Like, I feel like we're going to get Borderlands games until the end of time. Yeah. Where's the Borderlands movie? That's an excellent question. <laughs> yeah. Like... like- can you believe the Monster Hunter movie came out? No. Yeah. Yeah. Like two years ago. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, because like I, I had said, Greg everything. unironically liked it. I think. Who? Greg. But Greg doesn't have taste. We know that. <laughs> this is the worst taste of all time. Here's the thing, though, Tim. I I had sent everybody a TikTok, um, and I think people were the people that I had sent this video were kind of like, I don't know what I'm getting out of this. And it was mainly because it was a video of Bobby Lee talking on a podcast, comedian Bobby Lee about how he had filmed the Borderlands movie. And it was a story uh, about him and the co-stars and like just ran it. And I was like, Oh wow. Like they, they filmed that movie. It exists. Kate Blanchett, right? Yeah. Kate Blanchett is in it. Yeah. But he was, uh, I forget who he was talking to in this movie. Somebody else may have seen this uh, video, but he was talking about how he went on a um, on a little like lunch date with all of the actors or whatever. I was like, wow, like I cannot believe that this actually is out there somewhere. There's footage, whether it's being edited or CG'd, I don't know. But it felt like this movie kind of died after we saw... Kevin Hart not really want to vibe with with Randy Pitchford. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, felt like the last kind of legs that we saw. August 9th, 2024. So we're still very far away. Okay. I want to know who's coming to Mom and Grab Shop. Stay wow. where I look. Oh, the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the kind of funny games daily show is each and every weekday. Do 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 yeah. It was Jamie Lee Curtis, by the way. Jamie Lee Curtis was the star who like invited him and everybody else, and he was like, "I, love I, that. I don't fucking belong JLC. at lunch with you and Jamie Lee Curtis." Uh, I wasn't planning that segue, but then I had to take it. You crushed it. You crushed it. <laughs> I got nothing else to say about this. Out today in stars and time coming to PC, PS4, PS5, and Switch. Uh, new dates for you. Enclave HD is coming to PlayStation Five on December fifth. I believe that's Enclave. Enclave. Buick Enclave. I Enclave. only know that because I used to work at Buick Pontiac GMC, South I, Texas. I love that. I just can't imagine you trying to sell me a car. <laughs> like, I was never a salesman. I was just front desk. Was I was dealing with people. I can imagine. No más quiero saber si usted era completamente satisfecho. And they'd be like, no, señores. Let's get to a little thing I like to call Squad Up. Michael Klingerman Squad up. writes in. He's on PS5. His PSN name. Okay, get this, y'all. His name is Michael Klingerman. His PSN name is Klingy XD. 
I like that a lot. <laughs> Clingy XD, everyone. Get on that. I and like Kev, to imagine you know. that it's a capital D, though, and it looks like Clingy smiling. Yeah. Like he's got like that closed eyes mm-hmm. and he's smiling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, KFBFs, I'm looking for help getting the King Slayer trophy in Mortal Kombat 1. I tried just doing random matches, but I'm not good enough online in King of the Hill to get it legit. I live in the Midwest, Eastern Standard Time, and I'm free any day from 5 to 9 p.m. Any help's appreciated. I'd be glad to return the favor. Go help your boy Clingy out. Khalif, where are you? Yeah. Khalif can go help Klingy. Um, Did you end up playing through the story of Mortal Kombat 1? No. That's a good backlog one right there. That's, that's, a, that's, that's a, a great one. stream thing. Even big, big backlog. Put it Bash on. Bash extravaganza. You know? Yeah. It's, it's hype as shit, Andy. I'm letting you know. Yeah. Okay. There's pop-off moments that you're just going to be like, what the fuck <laughs> is going on? <laughs> um, How long does it take? Like three hours. No way. Yeah. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, maybe a little longer. Maybe a little longer. I would longer. say a little longer, but yeah, I would say in total, I think my remember, playthrough was maybe five, maybe yeah. six. I would say, remember, Barry, Tim thought 2022 was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> there's, you know, there's a lot going on. Yeah, no, no, no. I'd say maybe five hours, like, especially if It was you... a good length for a fighting game story. Yeah, so. yeah. Little longer than I needed to be, but like overall, it's like, yeah, this was a lot of dumb fun. Um, we got a, a required reading for everybody uh, coming from Rebecca Valentine at IGN. Uh, it is how Black Myth Wukong developers' history of sexism is complicating its journey to the West. Um, I'm going to read a little bit here. The global buzz around Black Myth Wukong may be gradually reaching fever pitch, but the excitement over the game feels like it's peaked back in China, with local publications referring to Black Myth Wukong as the pinnacle of locally made tri- AAA games. When it was introduced in 2020 with a 13-minute pre-alpha trailer... Black Myth Wukong was met with international acclaim for its sleek cinematic visuals and high-octane, high-fantasy combat scenes. Within a day of its release, the video had garnered 2 million views on YouTube and uh, 10 million views on Chinese streaming site uh, Billy Billy. Billy Billy, yeah. Uh, For an indie studio that's only released mobile titles within the country, this widespread acclaim over Black Myth Wukong is a largely unprecedented feat, particularly for a game that has not been released yet. But beneath the luster of this Souls-like is a studio plagued by claims of sexism. Several posts have surfaced from Chinese social media site Weibo, written by individuals from the studio that contain multiple references to genitalia and sexual innuendos. These have provoked a backlash among some in the games community, many of whom are women. This was coupled by recruitment posters by the studio, produced in 2015, which featured images and headlines that point to a culture of ingrained sexism in game science. Uh, You can go check out that entire article over on IGN. Rebecca Valentine, always doing great journalism out there, getting to the, the crux of the matter, as they say. Um, but yeah, getting into all of this, go check it out on IGN. Absolute bummer. Go get more bummed out about how creators are sometimes really terrible people. Go, go read that article. Thank you, Rebecca, do for that the, reporting. Do the thing. I had uh, to Google if Game Science was a studio. I didn't know who was making this game. And I was like, sexism in game science. What is that term, game science? What's the name of the studio? Um, we're moving on to your wrong. This is where you can get things, or we get things wrong, and then you correct us. Please don't get things wrong, and you're wrong. That would be bad for me. Um, let me flash on them. It says EA announced Cliffhanger Games is making the Black Panther game. Black Panther was announced being developed by Cliffhanger Studios by EA. So, okay, interesting. Like, that, they did announce it. It, just, it wasn't a flashy hype thing. It was just kind of like, oh, yeah, they're making a Black Panther game. So, all right, cool. Mm, I could have sworn that this was a one of those that Jeff Grubb talks about, and then they kind of put out a press release and 
confirm and go like, yeah, we're doing that. Yeah. Look for news in the next five years. Or Maybe, whatever. yeah. Beans, the homie Beans writes in and says, uh, the game will be led by Kevin Stevens from Monolith Productions. So that that kind of like, that that's some of the grub stuff coming together of, all right. Um, Nemesis system. Katie G says the game awards are on Friday the 8th in some places because of time differences. So maybe that's maybe, maybe it was one of those yeah. things. Maybe it was one of those yeah, things. Maybe your little uh, iPad thing is in Australia. Stupid iPad. <laughs> um, yeah, cool. I don't think we got anything else wrong. No, Tim. we're perfect. Perfect we little it. human beings. What do you want to talk about, Andy? What are you planning on playing during your what's the biggest surprise that you hope you get to on Saturday? It's probably, it's probably going to be Resident Evil 4. Yeah. Because. So where are you at with that? Did you even start it yet? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I got like maybe three hours in mm -hmm. or so for exactly where I'm at. But I've already encountered Chainsaw Man like two times or something like that. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm deep enough to kind of understand it. And again, I experienced a lot of, I think I experienced all of Resident Evil 4 over a weekend like rent game style mm. thing on gamecube back in the day and i played a bit of it but it was more of me just watching my friend play it so i i remember a lot of the characters i remember a lot of those moments i just i never really had my, my hands on the sticks oh yeah um, but it plays great on keyboard and mouse and i'm hoping that my uh my current computer can kind of make things look even prettier and run better game's gorgeous obviously um and I love the parry system. I've always kind of, in my time, even with the demo, when that demo first came out, I enjoyed the mechanics of it. It's just, there's something about Resident Evil's vibe that scares me more than other games. That's so weird. And I think that's a, I think that's just a different strokes for different folks type thing. Because yeah. playing, uh, like, playing Alan Wake 2 right now, there are certain aspects of it that scare me more than Resident Evil 4, but, or Resident, like, when I think of my time with Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 2 is, like, to me, one of the scariest games I've ever played. Except, like, maybe the final missions or whatever. But in that, in that time period, I just feel like shit the whole time. And I yeah. think a lot of it is environmental sound, environmental music, just pure dread that I'm feeling in my body. And I didn't feel that with Dead Space because I've kind of liked the action aspects of it. And I'm certainly feeling a decent amount of it with Alan Wake 2, but not to that level, I don't think. Uh, people in the chat were asking, have you beat uh, Hi-Fi Rush yet? You did, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What was the name of that boss fight that was dope as hell? Calliope? Not Calliope, but... Uh, <laughs> Calliope! <laughs> You're thinking Greg Miller. Um, you know what I'm talking about, though, right? Red hair girl. Yeah. Colby Calais. Yes. Excellent. What else? Um... Corsica, thank Corsica. you. Corsica, thank you, that's, that's, just, that's a car, right? It just sounds like a Toyota car that that's got really canceled. Really cool one, like yeah. That got canceled. Yeah, they stopped. Uh, they stopped just um, manufacturing. Dude, the Supra's them. back. I saw a new Supra recently, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Supra. Um, I started Blasphemous Two over the weekend, mm. and it's one of those that I, I had gotten so many recommendations to play it, and I had bought Blasphemous One on Switch way back in the day when it came out, and I never played it. And Blasphemous 2 is one that came out a couple of months ago, I feel, and everybody's been asking me, Andy, it's, it's a great, it's like Hollow Knight, it's like, uh, it's, it's got like a lot of Souls-like elements, the boss fights are awesome. And I just never expected me to actually dive into it. And I could have beaten Alan Wake 2 over the weekend, but I was like, 
what should I start? What should I play? And the most votes went to Blasphemous 2. And it is as good as everybody's been saying yeah. it is. It is such it's such a tight feeling Metroidvania. The combat feels awesome. The parry system. These a couple of the first bosses that you encounter, especially the, like one of the main first bosses that I just fight, just has some sick-ass mechanics. But it has that Hollow Knight feel where you're having to jump over projectiles in that phase. And this phase becomes an... Uh, you can't attack. You can only avoid certain things. I'm just getting all of those Hollow Knight vibes um, that I really enjoyed. And it's got a really dark kind of looking arts, uh, art style. There's some really weird, grotesque shit in this game that I think kind of lends to the environment. But so far, I'm just so into Blasphemous 2, and I want to keep on diving into it. I got to do this to you, Andy. We are, I don't know, 17 days away Pikmin from 4? the Game Awards. <laughs> Lakers head? <laughs> Hollow Knight Silk Song. Is it there? No. No? No. Then where is it? I, 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 I mean, if I could cross my heart, hope to die, and it's like a stick a needle in my eye. Finger? Stick a finger in my eye? Needle. I think it's needle. Stick a needle. It's right. not a finger. <laughs> Shovel. It's, it's Hollow Knight, uh, you know, themed, you know, needle. Um, I think that it is a day and date thing. I think we're getting to that point with announcements and anticipation that there's like the chance gets higher and higher the longer we wait that it becomes a day and date sort of announcement. I think Hollow Knight's become big enough. Again, it's not the biggest thing in the world by any stretch of the imagination, but I think it's big enough that it needs a distribution runtime. You can't just be like, it's out. Like, I, I feel like that deserves not only deserves i think that will get a like marketing cycle but the only way i'll disagree with the only reason i'll disagree with that is we saw the hype that hi-fi rush uh came with when you have that <clears throat> that day and date release and announcement and if you are not interested in hollow knight but you see the way everybody on the internet pops off for announcement for an announcement like that you see the way like it, the way all of your favorite uh gaming creators and all of your friends are popping off about this one thing happening you go oh shit maybe i gotta check this out like i think that's hype enough i think the difference is that hi-fi rush was an unknown quantity entirely so that was like the best marketing it could possibly have mm. whereas with hollow knight it's it is a known quantity with expectations and then because of that i feel like it behooves them most to like get as many people it's like yo you've been hearing about this game for years now the new one's coming and it's about to be awesome. Like, I just feel like you want to get that. I know they already kind of started you need the Halo it, like, 2 trailer. You, um, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but we'll see. We will see. Um, I'm sure we'll talk a lot more about Hollow Knight Silk Song in the days to come, the weeks to come, hopefully not the years to come. Um, but Andy, it's been a pleasure hanging out with you here on Games Daily. We're about to do this super chat post show. So everybody get your super chats ready so we can uh, answer your questions, hang out with you, talk about whatever you want to talk about. I'm having a hard time talking today, and I'm on a lot of shows, so it's going to be a fun one. <laughs> we just a, started. It's going to be a fun one for <laughs> everybody. Started. All right? Uh, but yeah, I love you all. Goodbye. And welcome in, gamers. It's time. To your Super Chat primetime post-show. Get your Super Chats in. Get your resubs in. You got Twitch Prime. You got Amazon Prime. 
That's usually backwards. You got Amazon Prime, you got Twitch Prime. Chicken or the egg? Foxy I was Steve. Wondering, I was wondering real quick, Tim, how much panic there was from Barrett earlier this morning when the smoke is usually supposed to go off yeah. and it didn't? Yeah. No, I just forgot to press the button. Oh, really? Because I, I did it, the it motion. Threw, it, it threw me off because, I don't know, every once in a while, like, uh, we can hear, uh, what, if Kevin and I are here and we're speaking into the microphone, we can hear ourselves in the headphones. And for whatever reason, when I was doing the do-do-do-do-do's, I was coming in louder in my mm. headphones than normal. So that really threw me off, and then it got him to my head, and then I was doing the Baker's Dozen, and uh, yeah, so I just didn't hit the button. Hmm. Yeah. Got it. Foxy Steve in the chat said, this is how the world ends. What? And it's not Halo 2, but that Halo 3 trailer. Oh. The, the fucking this is how the world ends. The doon doo doo God. You're so on, right. Man. You're so freaking right. So damn good. Um, let's see here. We're going to be reading your super chats and your resubscriptions. It's doing that weird thing again where uh, super chats are not popping in. No, they definitely are. Never mind. Never He's mind. Um, Mr. B- <laughs> Got a Reese, uh, first time subscriber mm-hmm. from Mr. Beehole. <laughs> God bless you all out there. But I don't know what God it is. Living great lives. I don't know what it is. The funnier, the funnier part about it is that like it is an M R for it's like spell that M I S T E R. Yep. Yep. You, like thought was put into this, or, or you were Mr. trying to was st- taken. I was gonna say you were trying to stick it in somewhere else. And you, you missed, missed her b hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we got Alex three GB. No, that was from Friday. But shout out to you, Alex, for uh, uh, super chatting. Oh, Snuggle yeah. Grumps with a thirty-three month total says, "I finished it in one sitting. Sitting, it was so good. I don't know what you're talking about." I imagine Grumps. Scott Pilgrim. That was an hour ago. Talking about. Oh, yeah, Scott Pilgrim. It's uh, eight episodes that are like twenty-five ish minutes each. So not that much content, but it's it's a uh, it's fun. It is a lot though. Like I feel like especially with like. I think it's very much in the style of the graphic novel, which is like, it's a vibe that you're either there for, or you're going to be like, this is a little slow and a little weird and not everything makes sense, but just fall into it. You know? Trust it. Trust the art. Trust it. Yes. Brian A with a $2 super chat asks him, should I get the Samsung G95 or G93 SC monitor? I don't know what any of those are. Those G95. are not Odyssey. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what those are either. Cause the G9 is the, What's the G95? Maybe it's a newer version of the G9. No. Like, I had the G7. G95 is... N95. That's weird. I mean... I think you're just talking about the G9. Um, about the widescreen, like the OLED, or... I love the G9, man. Like, I, I have had three of them at this point. Um, Two of them are in this office, and one is at my house. Greg Miller's now using my oldest one. Um, But, yeah, I big, big fan of it. Like, you need to have use cases for it and like it's not for everybody like at all but if you look at that and go yeah i think that's going to better my life it's going to but if you look at that and go oh well what about this and what about this don't get it it's not for you there's like too many complications and issues like not enough games support the actual 32 by 9 even when they do there's a lot of issues you have to deal with um and specifically the oled it breaks my heart y'all it really breaks my heart but word processing just looks like shit on it and it really bothers me. Um, just, just font. Yeah, Text. there's something about the way that OLED monitors interpret true type font that just <laughs> makes it look really jagged and messy oh, no matter weird. what. And it's really unfortunate. Huh. Um, but besides that, it's utterly gorgeous. Like playing games on an OLED G9 is like 
a transformative experience. Ideal thing in the future, these companies, when they have these massive widescreens that are essentially a 1080p next to another, or a 16 by 9 next to another 16 by 9 ideal uh, thing for them to do would be to like within, similar how in the settings you can do a picture-in-picture mode, mm -hmm. to have like three separate monitor mode. Where... What's two? Or two, right. Where, where your PC interprets it as two separates and from there you can say game goes on left monitor you know whatever goes on right you know there's programs you can do to to do that i think it's called smart smart monitors uh or smart smart something uh and you can download and then or power 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 something it's power something um i thought you were just having trouble talking yeah no 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 this time it's just a brain Everyone just burped in the beginning of the show um but yeah it's, it there's a lot of things you do but the problem is uh with a lot of the the samsung g9 it's like to what you're alluding to if you do picture in picture it limits a lot of the like you can't have 240 refresh rate if you do that mm. and so like you start to lose a lot of the benefits and all of a sudden it's like well then why am i even doing this power toys thank you power force, toys force NMDT. power toys is a um it's an app that windows uses oh okay like, i'm pretty sure it's an actual windows thing um but anyways love that monitor i was at best buy this weekend um Gia was nice enough to allow me to just go and, and wander and literally walk in. She goes, Tim, I know we're about to go to a brunch that you don't want to go to. We can stay as long as you want. <laughs> and I'm like, I love you so much. <laughs> uh, sad state of affairs at Best Buy, though. Oh, like, I got to oh, imagine. It's just, it's real, real sad out there. But I went to the, uh, um, I was checking out at the, in the computer section and I saw some dude and, and his wife and he walked up to the guy and he was like, hey, I'm looking for the G9, like the ultra wide monitor, like should i get it i'm thinking about it like i really want it and then his wife's just like rolling her eyes and like i i was there and the guy was like oh i don't have any experience with these like, oh. and i was like I, I have a lot of experience with it he was like, oh for reals like do i need it? I'm like yeah you kind of need it and she the wife looked at me she's like what are you doing and i'm like i'm sorry man i just gotta be real here <laughs> you caused a divorce but got he got it though uh we got paris with a p four months in a row 14 total with twitch prime thank you paris with a p we got force inept Four years of resubscription. Thank you, Force and Ep, being here for four years. PCH FLA, 19 months with Prime. A lot of people are using our Prime on us, so we appreciate that. Again, we are an 11-person independent studio here in San Francisco. Thank you for using your Prime dollars on us. Gold Barack, 28 months with Prime. Gaming, Civilian Soldier, 37 months. Tier 1 subscription love. Chief Chaos, resubscribing with Prime for 58 months. OG Josu, 35 months, JP or J Panic, 79 months, just like Ant Man did, 70 months, both with Prime. Thank you, Ant Man and J Panic. Miss Envy, 37 months, says thanks to J Cruz or thanks to Cruznick for my gifted sub. Tim, let's rip some packs. Fucking rip them, baby. Iman. <laughs> this, this person's name is spelled a little bit different, but it's it reads out Imagine That. And it just reminds me of the first time Mike looked at it and it was like, Emangethia? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, look, I get it. Like, I'm not going to defend Mike because the way that Mike reads things sometimes, I'm just like, excuse you? Like, how, how did that letter make yeah. that sound out of your head? Yeah. But like, I look at stuff sometimes and I'm like, I'm just going to push through. I'm I, just going to try my best. I here. really just, with Mike though, I think it's like when he doesn't have his glasses on, the bad eyesight just looks at shapes. 
yeah. of the letters mm -hmm. and assumes that like that's not they may not be the letter B, but it looks kind of like in the shape of a letter B. It has the vibe of a yeah. B. Yeah. <laughs> Andy, can you just tape his glasses onto his face? He's been going on to a lot of shows lately without his glasses. He, he wants us to forget about it, is what happened. God damn it. Uh, Ashimbo, 46 months. Two months shy of the Thank four years. You. Thank you, Ashimbo. Straw months, 31 months. We got Shane Station, 28. Says 28 whole ass months. Thank you, Shane. Yeah. J Play at 77. Vitz Patel, 82 months. Says 82 months. Thank you, Ms. Lady. He <laughs> gets me every time. Fire Guy Mike. Half a year of support. Oh, thank you, Ms. Lady. It's so fucking funny. Merking Lee, 25 months. Wampa Slayer, 35. We got KI, 700, with 31 months of Prime Gaming subscription. Says, question for Barrett. Are you going to be watching the Doctor Who 60th anniversary specials? First one I was on Disney Plus Saturday. I know oh. you and Alyssa weren't caught up a while back, but these new specials seem to be more of a follow-up on Tenant and Donna. Uh, I, I, even though it is, uh, more of a follow-up on Tenant's era, uh, I do feel like I would need to be caught up, which we are not, uh, we still have to finish, we got to, like, the last couple of episodes of Capaldi, and Alyssa really fell in love with, uh, Capaldi's, uh, uh kind of run as the doctor that she didn't want to finish it, so we just kind of stopped there, um, so no, I, I feel like I would need, we would need to properly catch up before we actually watch the specials, so, when, whenever we get to them and... Five years when video games stop coming out. I barely watched anything TV or movie related this year. Too many games. Too many games. JP, thank you for 40 months using your Prime on us. Spooner Martinez with 35 months using Prime says, love you guys. Tim, I see you with that dope Kith sweater. Kith sweater. It's hard for me to say that. I just got it this week. What is it? Did I? It's just like some weird LA like like designer. Oh, it's not a reference to something? No. No. It's, oh. But then I saw the Beverly Hills and I, I got to support my girls. You know what I mean? Real Housewives? Yeah. Of course. They need all the support they can mm -hmm. get. Um, Andy, dope cool, cool NRA sweater. Thank you, Spooner Martinez. <laughs> Matt Bowers with a $5 super chat. Thank you for your $5 super chat, Matt Bowers. You asked, Tim, I finally mm -hmm. joined the OLED gang, and I got an LG C3 today. Oh, yeah. Other than the Spider-Verse films, anything else I should watch first or do with it first? Well, you're doing it right. Spider-Verse films are easily... Easily the answer. If you can watch them on a 4K Blu-ray, I would highly, highly recommend it. You get a lot more color data in there with that, so you're going to want to do that. Uh, in terms of games, I have two very easy suggestions. Horizon, any of them, but the newest one, Forbidden West, go for it, or Burning Shores, um, and uh, Ratchet and & Clank. Very colorful games. Mm -hmm. The HDR in both of those pop the fuck off. Highly I, would, I would add one more onto that, Tetris uh, effect connected mm, that's good too anything with colors anything with a lot of like light and dark colors interacting you're gonna have a good time dj kento ten dollars super chat thank you dj kento says good news tim umbrella entertainment is releasing a 4k blu-ray of the 1993 mario bros movie oh, yeah. it's remastered oh, yeah. from the camera negative includes a restored hd work print of the original edit i am so stoked for this I'm there, so I'm so mad we ranked that high. <laughs> ranked that high. Put it so high on our Mario movie list. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we There's rank it two, two out of two? <laughs> second place is so high. Dude. It's the first runner-up, dude. <laughs> um, that I, the production design of that movie is like one of my favorite things in the world. It's just so weird and so so much more than that movie deserves. And it's such a weird, like, neo-tech noir. Like, none of it makes sense, but I can't wait to see it. in Like, all that, what they're talking about, like, 4K from the original film, it's going to look awesome. That's why when... 
doing that review, I was like, this feels like it wasn't supposed to be a Mario movie, and then it just they got thrown in there. They just <laughs> We're like, like, hey, replace the names, overdub every time we say that person's name with Mario. Like Doki Doki Panic all over again. Mr. K, no, uh, Outrun, 29 months with Prime Gaming. Hope you guys have a good Thanksgiving. Was curious if you guys are familiar with the consoles. They're a jazz band, and Souls is spelled S-O-U-L-S. I like They're a jazz band that does video game covers. Definitely recommend checking out their YouTube. That sounds cool. Yeah, that really sounds cool. Great concept. I'm unfamiliar, but I, that, I'd like that. Soul music, jazz band, video game vibes. And, and what stinks is that anytime I listen to Bit Brigade's Mega Man 2 covers, is that they always get claimed on YouTube. <laughs> Whenever I like, if I try to post anything like that, like from a VOD or whatever, but that album is freaking phenomenal. I will be listening to that. Andy, do you listen to the Blood Brothers? Asks Mr. K Rub with a 19. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. That was Blood Brothers? It was called Blood Brothers by Papa Roach. Oh, yeah, different thing. Yeah. <laughs> close. You're very, very close there. No, I don't listen to the Blood Brothers. Um, I remember growing up and when I was getting into my emo rock pop punk phase where I'm looking for all other bands that aren't just Blink 182 and Green Day. And my cousins listened to the Blood Brothers, and I listened to them. I was like, this is fucking weird, man. This is, like, too kind of niche, and, like, I'm so indie that I'm listening to bands like this. I was like, nah, I don't, I don't know what that is. I can't be that guy. Yeah, I'm not that guy. <laughs> I'm not that guy, pal. Dear Sixlet, $5 Super Chat. Will Kingdom Hearts 4 be at the Game Awards for a big pop-off Star Wars reveal or something? Or for a big... Wait, what? I'm trying to, like, figure out the sentence. In real time. Mm. But it says for a big... Will it be at the Game Awards for a big pop-off Star Wars reveal or something? Or do you think they will wait until Final Fantasy VII Remake launches through the next trailer? They're asking, like, to reveal Star Wars world in Kingdom Hearts. Mm. Oh! I thought I thought we were talking about the Ubisoft Star Wars game. No, oh, no, 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 I was yeah, like, yeah. what does that have to do with it? Honestly, okay. I... I very, very, very slim chance. I would love it. Like, again, I think the Game Awards is awesome, and I want to see as much support of it as possible because the more support it gets, the better it's going to get, and then just everybody benefits. Everybody right. wins. Trying to hold that shit back makes no sense to me. Um, Kingdom Hearts, they're going to do their own thing. I, I highly doubt that they uh, will next talk about Kingdom Hearts anywhere besides a D23 or some random um, Japanese event or a concert or something like that. That's just kind of their style. Uh, but I expect that we'll hear about Kingdom Hearts 4 sooner than later. Again. It really just hit me because they've teased the Star Wars stuff before, right? Have they confirmed that there's a Star Wars land, or is it just like we're, we're assuming after some of those like images that they posted? I don't even... Did they tease? I don't even remember that. Uh, I think we're just really assuming. Hazy, yeah. Because what are they going to do at this point? Like Nothing has been confirmed, says uh, Zio in the chat. I mean, we all gotta <laughs> I, it understand. just made me really happy to think about Luke Skywalker and Han Solo interacting with yeah. Goofy and Donald. They deserve to. We all deserve that. We also got to understand that this game got revealed like at four in the morning or some shit. You yeah. know, like anything can happen. Anything can happen. Yeah. I, but yeah, I don't think so. It'd be so sick though. Like, yeah, that Kingdom Hearts 4 with a Marvel or Star Wars thing being announced at Game Awards. Like that is market there penetration. There was an ATST foot, says somebody in the chat. I'll look it up. I'll see if I can find this image. Jeff Hodges, $5 super chat, says, just finished Blue-Eyed Samurai. See if mm -hmm. Dev's slow clap would do an amazing adaptation of that IP. I am almost done with episode one. Super into it. I didn't realize how mature cool. it was going yeah. to be. Uh, it is not for kids, and I thought it was going to be 
a lot more kind of silly and cartoony, but it is super sick. The animation is phenomenal. I remember this now. Yeah. Endor looking thing that kind of mm. looks like a, a walker foot. Um, yeah. Blue Eyed Samurai. Pretty damn sick. I've only watched like 10 minutes of it so far, but I'm like, why is this coming out right now? Too much dope animated shit, man. And it's when I look at these, when I look at these interpretations of uh, what 3D art can look like nowadays and how artists are getting more and more creative with the implementation of 3D. I just look at all these like live action video game announcements. Like, just give it a give give it this treatment. If you give this this treatment with the amount of love and care that these franchises deserve, like we don't need to go live action and make things awkward and and have like things that don't translate well into live action. Like this would be perfect for a lot of franchises that are hoping to get live action remakes or live action you know movies and shows or whatever. Um. Nemesis, 2112, 77 months of support. That's a long time, Nemesis. Thank you for your 77 months. Andy, when are you going to teach these jabronis to play Overwatch and get the boys into another competitive shooter? Get Blessing in the lab as well. I mean, we tried. I tried. We played Overwatch 2 a couple times when it first came out. Um, that's just not their game. Uh, Nick wants to just be shooting or getting shot before he gets to shoot. He the, Any game that like requires him to... like be playing an objective in a certain way. Any game where you were required to use your brain or like, it, that's just not Nick's vibe. Uh, in the same way that whenever we try to play a game like Left 4 Dead or something like that, Nick just like, ah, I just, I'd rather get clapped on by, you know, kids on the internet. When we were at the airport a couple of days ago, we ran into Ryan Clements, mm. um, who's over at Riot now. And uh, Nick was talking about Valorant. And it's just, I love hearing Nick talk about games because the irony is he plays a lot of games. Yeah. But the way he talks about them and his takes on games, very different than our takes on games. The way we talk about stuff, the way we understand how things are versus how he understands how things are. Hearing him explain what works in Valorant or what doesn't work in Valorant for him, but does work in Counter-Strike for him and which one is like, like a try-hard competitive thing and which one's a little bit more casual. <laughs> Ryan was just like, oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's... Huh. I mean, that's Grandpa at the dinner table talking about politics. He's like, okay, sure, Grandpa. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> like, I loved it, though. You just, I, you just nod your head and you move on. He likes what he likes, though. And he likes it hard. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he sure does. And I have the one to stream. I'm the one who has to stream with him. Mm -hmm. uh, from late October, 43 months of prime gaming. Thank you from late October for your 43 months. Horrible, 74 months. Is, I'm here for Candy Andy. Thank you, Horrible, for your 74 Andy. months. D Fuller, 64 months. With Prime, ZOVGM, 29 months total with Tier 1. Says, Andy, have you ever gotten... Andy, have we ever gotten your thoughts on the end of Overwatch League? I'm going to miss my uprising regional teams in general. It sucks. You know, very, very ambitious. It's a bummer that it could not continue. And I fell off of this season because the Dallas Fuel moved to the APAC region where they were then playing their matches like at 5 in the morning and mm. shit. And I was just like... Man, this this really stinks because I was like, I would always mark my calendar for when the next Overwatch League game would be, and uh, yeah, that it's a bummer. So we'll see how it, you know, exists in the future. We'll see how over, Overwatch esports exists in the future, but the reality is like esports just doesn't make money, and you're seeing so many layoffs. A buddy of mine uh, got laid off at um, Optic, which used to be Envy. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of 
a lot of uncertainty in the world of esports because these events just don't make the money like they'd hope and you still got to pay the athletes and the athletes are on stage in front of millions and millions of viewers and they're making 70,000 a year which is like more than the average person but it's like man shouldn't they be paying? like these are like the celebrities of this league it's just really hard to kind of find uh consistency with that and i think about i think the same thing about like call of duty esports and it's so weird that like every year there's a new call of duty game with new maps that these players have to play and like other sports just don't operate like that we don't yeah. see suddenly like oh we're not using a bat anymore cork. this season you're using a fucking golf club to swing into baseball they did it's, make one of the bizarre. basketball courts red though right that was weird summer league tournament yeah, the summer league tournament, uh, or not summer league tournament, rather, uh, the midseason tournament is happening right now, and all the teams are kind of getting their midseason looks of their courts, and they're all they hurt your eyeballs. When yeah, you're watching yeah, yeah. Them. love the idea. It's cool. It's weird to me where it's like red doesn't work. That weird off yellow that works. Is it just that we're used to it? Because why yeah. does that work? It's <laughs> like, just wood. It just looks like wood, I guess. I yeah. uh, LeBron James says that he's going to try really hard to win this midseason tournament because all the players get five hundred thousand dollars if they win and he's like i'm going extra hard because i want to be able to buy a spotify premium he's like one of the most stingy person uh players out there he like never spends his money and all the other players get mad spotify when they go out to premium. dinner um lord navarone 31 months of prime gaming lego jesus 25 months labor day is 26 months asks tim did you get your master ball Oh, yeah, I got my goddamn Master Ball. Yo, I luck the fuck out. Master Balls in Pokemon Go, extremely rare. As rare as they are in video in the, the core games. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? You only get one. Well, they recently had a thing. You can get a second one. And it, just like the games. You had to go to McDonald's or something? You never, no, you had to do a whole bunch of crazy ass shit. Like walk a bazillion miles and like do all that stuff. Anyways, I fucking did it. Um, the problem with it, though, is then you have the Master Ball. And you're like, well, now that I have it, I never want to use it. Right, exactly. So, it's like, so what's the point? That's every you know? item in games. You just end up hoarding it. So there's um, the uh, Articuno Zapdos Moltres. There's the Galarian versions, where it's like the, mm. the British versions, essentially, of those three. The only way to get those, Andy, is once a day, you can drop this, this thing that incense is what they call it. That for 15 minutes, it makes more Pokemon spawn if you're walking. You've noticed right. I've been doing a lot of 15-minute walks during my yeah, lunch the, break. Yeah, the lore or whatever. Yeah, almost. but there's a, a daily adventure lore is what oh, it's called. Okay. So you drop one a day, 15 minutes. That's the only time that these birds might spawn. And their spawn rate is so low that if you see one, it's like, fucking do whatever you can. Throw the Master Ball. It, like That's what the Master Ball is for. Um, recently, saw Zapdos. I'm like, holy shit. Because it's one of those things where... I've seen them a couple times. You throw Ultra Ball, it fucking runs. And then you're like, well, that was a waste of my life. Bye, yeah. Through the Master Ball. Give me a flash. Caught the thing. My game glitches out and crashes. And I'm like, no. Did I just fucking lose my chance yeah. at the Zapdos and a Master Ball? Fuck. Load it up again. And it's just like, yeah, it was just fucked. And I'm no. like, this is, this is the worst. Close the game. Open it up again. Got the Zapdos. No. Kept my Master Ball. Wow. Bro, so I'm like, I don't know what's going on. That's but I still a... have two Master Balls, and I'll fucking take the win, man, because this game is fucked to me so much. That was a roller coaster of a story. Woo, but we're good, baby. We can all agree that Articuno is the best out of all three, right? By default. You know what I mean? Moltres, bottom tier. Absolutely. Yeah. Articuno, blue, so he gets the win, and he's, you know, sick with ice. I, I gotta say though, I think my Zapdos favorite Zapdos is pointy though. Zapdos is pointy, man. <laughs> There's something about it. Like Barrett has such a good point. But I just want to like I don't. Zapdos looks like 
he doesn't feel the same in real life as he sh it's really hard. I get what, like, I get what he's saying, though. Thank he you, looks, Tim. He looks hard, but it's like he probably feels feathery. And but is like, he supposed to be spiky? And where, God, do, where, cool. do, where do the feathers cut off? Where, like, if I were to touch that spiky wing, am I just feeling hard bone with feathers on it? Like, that's gross. These are the questions. Barrett, can you do me a favor? Can you bring up the, um, the, the Galarian birds? <laughs> G-A-L-A-R-I-A-N <laughs> Galarian Galarian birds Because I need birds. you to see these fuckers They're sick I'm excited they're, they're, I, they're I, really mean, sick. I love me a variation And then there's an extra level to it That's even sicker Oh, these, these freaks are weird They have guns <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Digimon shit yeah. Oh, yeah, so Galarian wow Galarian looks awesome Oh my god Alright And then the Zapdos That's a guy I got Pretty cool uh, Zapdos now should not be running like that ever. And type in shiny Galarian birds. Zapdos just looked like a rooster right there. <laughs> Pretty like much. Uh, the shiny version. You know shinies? Yeah, yeah. The shiny version of the Galarian birds just makes the Galarian the Kanto colors. Oh, but with awesome. that design. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. I'm a fuck. I love me a shiny Pokemon. I love Rain Arvez's videos of his shinies. Yeah. Oh, pretty. It's cool, right? Love it. Articuno is the best, dude, easily. Um, Poke Batman, 13 months of resubscription, says or asks, Tim, have you ever played or talked about Cobra Kai games? No. I've watched some YouTube videos of them and, like, they look real nice. You're trying good. to get more lore or what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you do it. That's how you get me in, yeah. like, making canon. It's just kind of weird. Let's see here. Bad Clay Fly, 63 months. Six your Tim. Thank you. Gilbert G12, 71 months with Prime as well. We got the homie Erratic Gamebowski with 20 months of Prime gaming support. Says, happy Thanksgiving week, guys. You too, Erratic. Thank Radic. you. Thank you so much. The best. Axel360, 52 months of Prime gaming. Says, love that we're seeing more Andy on Kind of Funny Games Daily as of late. I'll tell you oh, who yeah. doesn't love it, that my... Whatever my throat and voice was doing in that first like ten minutes, over. Mm -hmm. but you and I kind of been all over the place. It's right okay. Now. I feel like I there's a ball of just gunk in the back of my throat mm. that I need to just like scoop, scoop out, throw it on the ground. Just yeah, like I, I feel like deal with it. there's something in there. Um, Justin T Mars, eighty five months of tier one subscription, asks why have I not heard anyone talk about how Harry Osborn looks like Colin Jost. In the Spider Man, in Spider Man Two, he's got that corny Harvard white guy voice too. I don't think he looks like Colin Jost. I don't know who that man is. The guy who's dating uh, uh on the, the Weekend Update SNL, he was dating Scarlett Johansson at one point. May still be. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know this man. What? <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know this man. He's never heard of this man. I mean, I don't life, think he's the most but... famous guy in the world, but I'm just like kind of shocked that you don't they're, know who that yeah, is. Yeah, they're married. Yeah, I don't know. I don't You've know never man. like seen him on a like you never get like a random weekend update clip on your TikTok algorithm or something like that. Can't say I have. <laughs> wow. <laughs> is, oh, they're married now. Yeah, wow. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know this guy. Holy shit. <laughs> Who the hell's Galactus? <laughs> J, uh, DJ Kento with another ten dollars super chat. Thank you, DJ Kentos. Uh, asks Tim if you're in need of a productivity monitor. My favorite is the LG Square Up which is a 16 by 18 ratio monitor. Hmm. It's 30% off on Amazon right now. Resolution is 2560 by 2880. Whoa, weird. It can also display two stacks, 16 by 9 inputs at once. Cool. 
That's pretty fancy. Black WC831 with a $2 super chat. Sony 65 inch Bravia XR AADL. Smash or pass? Uh, I, I'm unfamiliar, but. I got to assume that's one of the OLED. I imagined, yeah. Like, and Tim always says Sony's are good for movies, LG's are good for games. Thank you, Andy. I mean, they're both really good they're for both. They're both really good for both, but the Sony's cost more. So it needs to be a choice to get the Sony. Like, yeah. you really need to like, be like, this is what I am investing in to get that Sony. Otherwise, get the LG. Highborn Frog. <laughs> what the hell did my voice do there? <laughs> Jesus, what is happening? Highborn Frog, 40 months of Prime Gaming. There's a frog in my throat right now. Mm -hmm. it's He's help. hopping around in there. Spice Runner 90 with 51 months total of Prime Gaming. Because Andy, when's that OLED showing up? Abilene, shout out. Yo, Abilene, what up? Um, I don't, I don't know when I'm getting an OLED. I still don't know. I can't commit. Dude, I, I was thinking about this recently. I um, am almost coming up on a decade of having an OLED TV. What the f And I'm just like, damn, my life's been pretty fucking sweet. You've been in it. I've just been in that shit. Adam Bartolo, 67 months. Prime Gaming. Thank you, Adam Bartolo. Omar Gonzalez with a $10 Super Chat. Thank you, Omar. Very appreciative of that. Says, sup, guys. Have a good day. We got Greg Westlake, $5 Super Chat. Do you think we'll get a trailer for the Hobbit Lord of the Rings game at Game Awards? Any info on what that game will look like on the mm. new Hobbit Lord of the Rings game at the Game Awards? I don't, know if, no. I don't know if there's a new one. Oh, Hobbit. Sorry, I'm thinking Gollum. Oh, you mean like the cozy version? I'm going to say no. Yeah. That's that cozy little version. You're just out there in Hobbiton. Yeah, I don't think God, so. Oh, that's so sweet. When are we going to do Hobbit in review? Let's add it to Lord of the Rings. I, you know, I, I was thinking about that, actually. I need to start scheduling. Freaking <clears throat> Nick got me all pumped up, saying that he, that he enjoyed it. Yeah. Which is like, I, I don't love my ally there, yeah, but like, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Uh, $5 Super Chat from Jace Drones uh, asks about Blue Eye Samurai as well. Now, you probably typed that in right as we were talking about it. Very cinematic, full of Ghost of Tsushima energy. Andy would love it. Barrett, will it be on the next kind of anime? Uh, if Mike's watching it, that's on Netflix, right? Right. Yeah, I don't have Netflix. Uh, $17 or 17 months of Revenant. Ma Thanks for watching the Super Chat poster, everybody. <laughs> Rub it up, ding dong. We'll see you in the gameplay stream after this. Mike, I hope you read the rest of the Super Chats and resubs. We love you all. Goodbye, gamers.